0: Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome, 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 gang. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Here we go. Here we go. Everybody wants to talk to Captain Dave and Kelly, girl. But you got to text the show. You can't call in, gang. You got to text the show. You cannot call in. You got to text the show. So text the show. Let us know what you want to talk about. We have a few questions already coming in, but uh text the show at 949-374-0786. We're uh we're live and we're ready. We want to get those we want to get those questions in as sooner than later. We got Kelly girl for just a short time. She's super busy today. She's got a lot of stuff going on. So we only got her for a few minutes, so let's make sure we take advantage of having Kelly Girl on the show. If you have any questions you want to get at, answered, you have to text us as sooner than later because Kelly Girl's super duper busy today. So make sure you get your, make sure you get uh, your questions in in a timely fashion. We already have a couple questions. We're going to start out right away with some questions we got some for some, uh, some YouTubers here. So, Kelly, we got Jeanette. Loves your YouTube channel. Question number one, what is your recommendation for start, starting out fishing again? I was in a terrible accident in 2016 and had to learn to walk again and use my arms and hands. I was, never told, I was told I would never fish again. So I gave away my poles. I, I died that day. I can't live without fishing and need to fish to be free. Wow. So what would you suggest the best thing for her to do?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I'm so, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Um, hopefully you can get back into fishing and, and get that passion back and have fun. Um, gosh, I don't know. Where would you start? Um,
0: what I would do Jeanette is <laughs> I would start to go look at, I'm not exactly positive where you're located at. The area code looks like maybe San Diego-ish, but, you know, I'm very partial to Dana Point. And what I would do is I would go to Dana Wharf Sport Fishing. I would get on a half-day boat. I would let Donna or Corey in the office or somebody know what the situation is and and how you're stable on your feet, how that's going to affect everything. And everybody down at Dana Wharf is going to be more than willing to help you to make sure that you have the finest day you can possibly have another thing I would look at is anytime you're going to go fishing to get started to make sure that your st- stability doesn't get affected when you're on the boat is I would look at a a uh, weather app called windy and I wouldn't go and you can see the weather for a week ahead of time and it's what I used to make all my game plans what I would do is I would look and I would find out make sure the wind's not blowing more than 12 knots, because if it's blowing, Kelly and I aren't going, and that probably wouldn't be a good idea for you (laughs) to go, and I would look at that to make sure that it's a calm, nice day. Half day, half day, half day is the best way to get started again, just to get out there and see how you feel on the boat and see how your movement and see how you work. The last thing I would do is get on someone's small boat. I would make sure I'm on a very large platform to make sure that I'm stable on my feet. And uh, I'll make even a better one. If you call me, Jeanette, if you call us at 949-374-0786, I'll talk to my sister who owns Dana Wharf Sport Fishing along with my brother. And uh, we will get you a pass yeah. to go out fishing. We will take care of it, carte blanche. We will make sure that you get out on the boat and you get to go see Dana Wharf Sport Fishing. But you got to call me. And we'll get you a fishing rod. We'll get you everything you need to have a successful time when you're out there on the boat and take all the pressure off of you so that you can get taken care of. And we will do that for you. But you need to give us a call. That's the only way we can take care of it. And if I haven't heard from you by tomorrow, I will call you because I have your number. (laughs) Then how can you get your husband into fishing? He hates it. And I really want him to enjoy it with me. Not just for help, but at least enjoy it. San Diego, California. Right. And back to the half-day boat thing again. I can't contr- I can't help you out San Diego as far as a pass goes to go fishing, but there's a lot of people here that are listening, that are on the show every day with us, that could probably help you out in San Diego. There's plenty of people that are in the industry that are watching our show. And uh, anybody that can help Jeanette and her husband out, Just give me a text or a call at 949-374-0786. We'll try to get you taken care of down there in San Diego. But um, if you can make that drive up to Dana Point, they have a really cool trip up there called the 10 to 3. You and your husband can drive up there, get on the boat, go out fishing for the day. It's only going to be fishing for five hours. You get back to the dock and then you go have a nice lunch or dinner down there in the harbor and then do that nice, beautiful drive back down the coast, San Diego, I think the best thing for your husband to get involved with is doing that half day where you're not out there all day looking for a non-existent fish that doesn't really exist. (laughs) You're not looking for a unicorn. You're actually engaged in the act of fishing. He can have some food and some beverages on the boat and actually enjoy himself. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to be all day. It's only going to be five hours. And I guarantee you, if he's anything like me, he's going to be there to support you and he's going to go with you on the boat. And that's how I would approach that. And if he needs, if you need me to talk to him, just let me know. I'll be more than happy to talk with your husband. Thank you very much for that. And hopefully we can help you out. Okay, so we have another question here. Hello, question for Dave. What is your favorite spot to anchor overnight at Catalina? Thanks, Matt. All right, Matt, here's how I approach Catalina. What I'm going to do is it's all going to be dependent on the weather. And if there's an opportunity to catch some sea bass over at the island, I like hanging out at West Cove up on the west end of the island. I like spending the night there when the wind's not coming out of the west and the current's coming out of the east and you're in a trough all night. If I can set in West Cove, I, I know I have a really good chance of catching a sea bass throughout the night at West Cove. But as far as weather and everything is... What I'm going to do is I'm going to look at the isthmus. I'm going to get into Cat, or excuse me, into Cat Harbor on the backside at the isthmus because that is like a lake back there. No matter what the weather is doing, there's no swells. It's like a lake there. Cat Harbor is the place to spend the night at Catalina, bar none. There's nothing like it. If you can't get a mooring there, there's plenty of areas in there that are safe to anchor. It's a great, big, super protected harbor with lots of really nice places to anchor. And Catalina is just a great place, yeah. like Kelly Girl was saying before, because you get to get off the boat there and go have dinner at, okay. uh, at, uh, at the reef. No, oh, at no. the Isthmus. Oh, the eat Isthmus. eat at the yeah. reef. You hang out at Doug's Bar, have a few cocktails, mm-hmm. go to the reef, have a dinner, and it's a beautiful night out on the water there.
1: How fun. I want yeah.
0: To go. I want to go to Catalina. <laughs> i to make a trip. Oh. All right, Jeanette, call, text my buddy Alan at uh, CaptainClowers.com. You can text him at 619 534 3656. Alan's right there in San Diego. Thanks for jumping in, Alan, and thanks for giving that information. Call Alan at 619 534 3656. He has a beautiful operation. I knew San Diego would jump in here. Mm -hmm. Alan's got a great operation. Alan's a wonderful human being. He will take really good care of you and your husband. Give Alan a call. There you go, Jeanette. I knew the industry would jump in here. The industry always is there to make sure everyone gets taken care of. Gang, listen, you need to understand. we We have a brand new sponsor on the show. Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. Larry and his group over there put together a phenomenal opportunity for you to go fishing in places like Mexico and Alaska and San Diego. And his packages are incredible. And he's got different levels you can get involved in. I'm going to throw his QR code up here in a second. But Larry's put together a phenomenal opportunity. Anybody that wants to go on a fishing destination type of deal and you really don't know what to do or how to do it, Larry Hansen and his group over there at Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance has put together a wonderful opportunity for everybody. And if you scan this QR code right here, right down there at the bottom of the page, if you scan that QR code, you can find out what I'm talking about. Find out all the things that are going on with Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance, hit that QR code. Go over there, visit Larry's website, read all about it. Larry has his phone number posted there on the website. Gang, if you're thinking, I would love to go to Alaska, but it's just, I've never done it before. Larry's got it figured out. Larry's got it going on. You don't have to try to figure it out on your own. You go with Larry and his group over there, Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. You'll be set up. Scan that QR code, gang. Scan the QR code. I'm going to throw up another little... Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance is what you want to go to if you didn't scan the QR code. Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance, and Larry and his group will take care of you over there. Gang, don't forget to text the show. Let me know what's going on. We're going to throw that QR code up again, there it is. Make sure you scan that QR code. You want to go check out Larry's operation. He's got different levels. You can become a member, which is crazy. And it's like almost like I would almost say it's like a fishing timeshare type of thing where you can trade. I was very impressed with his whole operation. I checked it all out when we were at the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show. He's got deals where you can trade. Let's say you're, you're part of the Alaska group. You can trade some of the Mexican guy, the Mexico groups with the Alaska. There's just so many levels and so many different things. I've never seen anything like this before. I was very excited about it. Just scan that QR code, go check him out, give him a call. He'd be more than happy to run over all the different scenarios and how bitching the whole operation is. And gang, your saltwater guy, Captain David Kelly, we stand behind this. We don't let people put garbage up on our, on our shows. And I stand behind this. So check it out. What do you got to lose? Scan that QR code and just look, maybe there's something in it for you. Maybe. You just want a little bit more information about fishing in Mexico or fishing in Alaska, right? That's right. That's right. Okay, so check that out. We're going to jump back into the show. We got a few questions coming up. So let's get back into this here. One second. Let me pull this down. I'm just mm-hmm. learning how to operate all this super fancy We're stuff. All right. We got our good buddy, John Rowe. Kelly, what makes a day fishing special other than being with oh, Dave?
1: Oh, well.
0: What makes it special when you're out there on the water?
1: Well, I would say, of course, if you're catching, you catch something. You catch, you know, you catch fish. Catching. Catching. Yes, catching. Fishing is fun, but catching is
0: even a little fun. bit more fun. It's, it's a little bit more fun. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and if it's the weather's nice and that there are is, no hiccups there, let then, me tell you, mm-hmm.
0: she's not being c- completely honest, gang. And John, I will promise you this: if the weather is not mm-hmm. nice. If it's not like it was in the brochure, if she can't wear her shorts and her bikini top and have some sun on her and be warm, if it's cold and miserable and windy and rough, it's not an enjoyable day. I think the number one thing for my wife, and I pay attention to what she has to say, John, is weather. Weather is the most important thing. The fish, we already know we're going to catch fish. We already know (laughs) that. That's true. That part we already know because we're not going if they're not biting. So I already know we're, we got a real good chance to catch fish. But the thing is, is if the weather is crappy, my little baby girl is not going to have a good time. And if she, Mike Lewis says your hair looks great oh, today, Kelly.
1: You,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading a few comments. Kelly tells me not to read these comments, but you guys are doing great. You can read
1: those kind of comments. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. That's very sweet
0: of you. And Dan and Kim, thank you for always supporting us very, very much. Tracy, how are you, sweetie? Nice to see you. Mm -hmm. Thank you very, very much for the the everything you guys do to support us. And uh, Dan and Kim are
1: encouraging Jeanette to she can she can do it. She can get out
0: there and fish. And look at Marley back there behind us. Yep, that's our rescue monkey. He loves to be on the show. And John, thank you for that question, but it's all weather. Mm 99.9999 if the weather. If the weather is not perfect, like we talked about before, mm-hmm. when we drive into the marina, I can see the flags, I can see the sailboat sails, I can already see. The weatherman, he gets it wrong a lot, but boy, if that wind is blowing,
1: mm-hmm. we don't
0: go. We're gonna go have lunch, I'm gonna let Kelly go shopping, I'm gonna get we're gonna do something other than fish, because I'm not going out there when it's gonna be a miserable time on the water, because right away. When she's not going, that is going to cut my fishing down in half. And I, gosh, you know me, I love to fish. I don't want it to be cut in half. So I'm just trying to throw you out some pointers, gang. If you guys take your significant other out when it's rough, once they're done, that's going to cut your fishing time in half. You don't get to fish enough anyway. Why would you want to cut it in half? Because you couldn't read weather. Or, like I always say, and this, I go right back to my website, gang. I have a game plan that comes out. And my game plan that's coming out today, I'm just going to let you all know, it says do not go out on the water this weekend. Do not go. It's going to suck. Save your money. I'm, Marley. I'm sorry, Marley. We don't want anybody going out there and getting their girlfriend or their wife or their sister or their cousin or their brother, or sister's aunt's cousin sick. Sorry, Marley. I didn't mean to scare you. But don't go. This weekend, it's going to blow, and when it's not blowing, it's still going to be rough. The ocean looks like a washing machine, with, uh, and someone poured a bunch of chocolate milk in the washing machine. Mm-hmm. So don't go, don't go, don't go. Okay, we have a, we have a couple more questions here, Kelly Girl. Mm-hmm. We got Rick from Orange. My boat is stored in Marina Del Rey. This summer, I would like to bring it down to Dana Point for a few days to go fishing. Can I stay on the boat overnight at the launch ramp, or do you recommend... Okay, that's a great question, Rick. They have guest slips at Dana Point. You want, you want to get on it now? You want to get that reservation in now? Dana Point is probably the most sought-after harbor on, in California because of the fact that it's easy in, easy out. The freeway is right there. The next thing is is from the Lawn Tramp to the Pacific Ocean is three to five minutes three to five minutes and you cannot get out of the Harbor without going by the bait barge. So it's the most sought after Harbor in all of California. I don't care what you all say in San Diego. I don't care. I'm just being honest. And all I have is my honesty. You want to get on the waiting list or you want to get on the list to get a guest slip at the launch ramp. They have four or five guest slips and then back in the back of the Harbor, they have a couple more guest slips, but I'm telling you, you want to get on that reservation list now and then, plan your trip around it and I would set it up for three or four days that way if the wind's blowing or something you don't get stuck with only those two days because it's not going to blow for four straight days maybe it will but
1: yeah well I see a a comment someone says that you can only make reservations 60 days out
0: there you go (laughs) that's a good enough time if you can make it 60 days out that's two months right I'm not a math yeah, not major,
1: that's, that's 60 days, mm-hmm. two
0: months. So if you made your reservations now and it's uh, April, because we've got a week and then it's April, we'll say May, June, you'd get reservations to do it in June. That would be cool to first start and then make another reservation in May for uh, July or August. That would be good. Get a couple reservations in there and you'd be loving Dana Point and don't ever go anywhere Without being a member of our website, your saltwaterguide.com. There is absolutely no reason to be, to not be a member of our website. There's our QR code. Don't forget we have the most bitchinest app ever made for fishing. It is a spectacular app. Scan that app, gang. Scan that app. Don't be afraid of the app. It's free. Don't be afraid. Okay. We got a Rob from Maine. Kelly, since. You relocated. What are your favorite things to do and see in Cabo besides boating and fishing?
1: Oh, uh, the food here is fun and amazing. There's just so many cool places to eat. We could eat. We could have dinner for twenty twenty dollars. Um, it's just fun. There's like you know street food here. Everything here. It's it's that's fun. I like that. But then I'm I'm also super busy because I have. I have, a rescue, a, I have monkey. a rescue monkey, and I've got two, two, rescue two cats, cats. So, and then this guy. So <laughs> I, I, I stay pretty busy, believe it or not. I know it may not seem like it, but I do.
0: But the food is insane. The
1: food is insane. Food Absolutely
0: is spectacular. Rob, you wouldn't even believe it. Like Kelly just said, and I know in this economy and what's going on in the world today, you can't wrap your head around this, but we're not making this up. We don't drink. So we don't drink. So that right away, that's going to take the bill way down. But we can literally go out to dinner at probably 100 different restaurants and have a beautiful meal. Sit down restaurant with a waiter or a waitress and have a beautiful meal and walk out of there with the tip for 20 bucks. Yes, yes. All day, every day. And the food is insane. The food is absolutely insane. You can have any kind of food you want down here. You can have Italian food. You can have really good sushi.
1: Hamburgers, fries. I mean, every, anything you want. Anything you want. It's all here. You just got to find it. There's a lot of um, little hole-in-the-wall places that are just to die for. Um, so, And that's another thing that we like to do is just go exploring, right? We just, and the like, street
0: food is incredible, like Kelly was yes. saying. But tell them what you're never afraid of.
1: But uh, never afraid of. You're
0: never afraid of anybody hurting no, you down here, right? No,
1: not at all. And I, I go places all by myself. I drive here. Um, I, yeah. I One work.
0: thing I want to tell all of you, and like my beautiful wife will tell you, she's five foot two, okay, blonde and blue, and she wanders around down here just like she's in Newport. She's not afraid. There's nothing going, gang. Even her father called us the other day and said, "Are you guys okay down there?" Mm-hmm. Let me explain something to you. The last thing they want you to do in America is go spend your hard-earned money in a foreign country. There, Now, yeah, there's some stuff going on every once in a while. But, gang, you might want to look about where you live.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, would, Chicago, L.A., up Seattle. Up the
0: gang, States. none of that stuff goes on down here. There's no graffiti. There's no... There's no drive-bys. There's none of that stuff. There's, it's super safe. Our keys, just so you know, if you have to come by here and you want a car, our keys are in our ignitions. We don't have a key to our front door. Hopefully, nobody comes in here and tries to get Marley because our doors are wide open. Everything's wide open. Everything's wide open. You can have whatever you want. There's Marley. Hi, Marley. Look at that. Mama. What are you doing? What are you <laughs> That's a big day. Hi, buddy. Okay. This is Matt Ryan. You met Matt at the show. Mm-hmm. Matt wants to know, what's a good idea for food on the boat? Snacks, drinks, stuff like that to eat and hold your rod and fish at the same time, Kelly? What, what do you like to bring on the boat all the time when we go out?
1: Oh, gosh. Well, I mean... What
0: do I like to bring? Anything?
1: anything. No, chips. Mean? Oh, I like chips. Dip, I hummus. Like, yeah, chips and dips. Carrot is good. sticks. Just simple stuff you can just grab. Quick with your snack hand.
0: stuff yeah. and fried chicken. Yeah. We love having fried, fried chicken, chicken on the boat when we go because it's a quick, easy thing. We don't like sandwiches because if you're having a sandwich, you open up the bag and you eat your sandwich and then the, the you get a bite or something happens and then you put your sandwich down. I'm sorry, I'm no, super loud.
1: Of Marley. <laughs> Marley,
0: it's okay, Sometimes buddy. Dave don't be scared. And I know, it's hard to believe. But that finger food stuff is the kind. That's yeah. what you want to have on your boat. Mm-hmm. You don't want to bring out a bunch of stuff to make sandwiches and stuff because you just don't have the time. But also, when you get a bite or something changes or something and your bread sets out and that mm-hmm. salt air gets on it, all of a sudden I love it's that. not good. That's why fried chicken, probably the number one thing. And just finger foods, just quick, easy grab, quick, easy stuff to grab. Lots of water.
1: Lots of water. Lots Lots
0: of water. water. Water's key. And like I said, and which was funny because we got a lot of comments about this Mm
1: -hmm. saying, oh,
0: this guy doesn't know anything about fishing because he says don't drink when you're out fishing. I know more about fishing than 99.9 of you will ever know. And I forgot more about it than most of y'all ever know. But listen, the day you get to go fishing is not the day to go drinking. If you want to ruin the experience for your significant other, then go drinking when you're out there. The day you go fishing, you should be going fishing. Have some waters, have some sodas, maybe bring one or two beers. But it's not the day to go get hammered no. on your boat with no. your friends and family on the boat. That is the worst it's thing. It. It's Well, it's silly. It's a waste of a beautiful day and you don't need to do that. So hopefully we answered that question, Matt, Dan, and Kim. Kelly, do you like surf fishing in Cabo? If so, what do you catch?
1: I don't surf. She doesn't surf it. fish, no, Dan and Kim at I don't. all. She's not into it. No.
0: Nope. She I got lucky know. when she met me seventeen or eighteen years ago. She got <laughs> spoiled fishing from a boat. That's that whole spoiled. casting your line out and winding the lure in, or Casting your line out, sitting in a chair, and watching your rod in the rock. She doesn't like to halibut fish. She doesn't like to rock fish. She likes to fly line baits at the edge of the kelp or fly line baits for the rooster fish in the surf. But that's from the boat. That's not from on land. Mm -hmm. So if she's surf fishing, she's surf fishing for rooster fish from a boat in like 5 to 10 feet of water. But she's not going to stand on the beach and fish. It's just not going to happen. Not
1: my thing. Bring a
0: beach chair and let it's her sit done. in it. While I run up and down the beach like a crazy you do. man, you do. casting like and fishing yeah. and doing all that crazy stuff. But that's what I do. But Kelly, girl, she's not into that. So, gang, if you want to, I see there's questions and stuff coming up on our our feed. But gang, we can't we can't do that without you. Uh, We can't do that without you guys sending the messages on here. So send me the message on my phone at 949-374-0786. Kelly Girl, we're blessed to have her with us today. It's Thursday and
1: I'm very happy
0: that she's here answering questions. But listen, gang, text us. I we'll answer them. We want to answer them, but don't send them on, don't send them as messages on TikTok or Facebook or YouTube or any of those platforms, text my phone. It works flawless. But here we got a question from Matt, Matt Sharkey here, just tuning in. So hope this isn't a repeat question. Kelly, did you like fishing before you met Dave? <laughs> it's not a repeat question. No, it's
1: not a repeat. It's a good question. Um, no, I mean, it was okay. It was okay. It was, it, I would fish. I mean, I used to fish when I was young with my dad and uh, like lakes and stuff, you know, freshwater fishing, and it was just okay, but I didn't do it very often. And then, um, right before I met Dave, I started getting into fishing. I got into hoop netting before Dave, I met Dave. That might be surprising to some of you, but um, I actually caught that large lobster before I met Dave, right? Dave, yep. And I don't know if I say. that's fine to say, tell but, the truth. That's but all we have. Said, I wasn't like, you know, when I met Dave. Uh, every time we went out to fish, or he took me fishing, we it was always just so much excitement. We were super successful. I caught lots of fish. I always caught limits. And so I was hooked. So.
0: Yeah, and uh, that answer? something about Kelly going fishing with me is when she first started fishing with me, I remember the first time I took her bass fishing. And we probably caught 100 bass that day between the two of us. And I was coming into the dock on our little 21-foot Mako, and we're coming into the dock, and there's a bunch of men standing around down there working on their boats and stuff. And I go, hey, baby, just understand, these guys are going to ask you what you caught today, all right? Because we had a bunch of fishing poles, and we had a couple bags of fillets. And I go, just just tell them you caught some fish. Don't tell them what you (laughs) caught because they'll never believe. They're not going to believe you. But she was so excited she was absolutely thrilled. She was super-duper excited. So she told yeah. her right away. Yep. Oh, I think I caught like 50 or 60 bass, and they're all,
1: oh, <laughs> that's so
0: cute. Yeah, sure sure it you did, sweetheart. And she did. And she did. It was as fast as she could throw her line in the water. And the thing about... With me is she was casting her line out she was hooking a fish then the minute she would reel mm-hmm. that fish in i'd and hand her another we rod
1: rotating it was and so it was just, fun and then we have people remember boats come and like uh watch us <laughs> we were just we we're having a good time so whaling
0: on the fish catching because kind of our favorite fish to fish for is calico bass it's mm-hmm. my very most favorite it's most of the people in the sport fishing industry that have been doing it for 30 40 years you listen to Frank Lepresti, he's, he's no big deal. He just owns Fishman's Landing and the Royal Players and the Shogun and half of the sport boats in San Diego. His very He can fish anywhere on the planet. And his favorite fish to fish for is Calico Bass. My dad, God rest his soul, right before he passed away, he told me, I want to catch one more bass, Dave, just one more bass before it's over. And I was lucky enough to take him out on the boat I ran at the time. and We got my dad a Calico. We had to hold him up. He caught a calico bass. I'm telling you, if you're not into calico bass fishing, you're missing out on a phenomenal fishery. I know everybody, I want a big bluefin. Oh, I want a big bluefin. Well, you don't like fishing. (laughs) You just like to hold the trophy up by the tail. Don't forget to check out Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. I throw the QR code back up there on the screen for a second. Don't forget to check out Larry and the boys over there. What they're doing is absolutely incredible. The opportunity they're allowing people to have. I think we got another question here for Kelly. What's that? Do you gut and fillet your own fish? Or do you leave that up to the rescue monkey Dave? <laughs> that's Rob from Maine again. Um,
1: I leave that up to Dave. Dave does that. Dave Dave is an excellent fillet of fish. And um yeah, he handles that. But I mean I can do everything. I mean I I don't mind like touching the fish or, you know, baiting my own hook or
0: well. I'm learning how to fillet I'm yeah, not as good yeah. as I'm not as good as yeah, all of you on Facebook or sharp. Instagram <laughs> my knife's not sharp you're, you you're can not, you're not so and you and can do it way better than me and you can do it way faster than me and all that fishing. stuff but I'm telling you I'm starting to learn I'm, I'm starting to it. learn something that's crazy babe, is back when I first started fishing for, for a living back in the seventies mm-hmm. we would catch on an average now I'm not trying to Dude, you're but we would catch on an average of 12 to 1500 fish a day per trip, and we would run three trips a day. People go, "Oh, that's a bunch of crap!" Boy, ain't. You were allowed to have you were allowed to have ten calico bass. You were allowed to have ten rockfish. You were allowed to have bonita, barracuda, or 15 rockfish, bonita, barracuda, yellowtail. We would catch all that stuff day in and day out. And I had to fillet fish starting out when I was 14 until I was well into my mid-20s. I was filleting a 1,000 fish a day per trip, no problem, all the time. But I know you have filleted, all of you that are watching, fillet way more fish than I ever will. And you've done it way better than I will. And we love those comments and keep making them because it's absolutely hilarious. And it does (laughs) keep the algorithm going. Gang, something I wanted to let you all know, too, and Kelly and I are blown away, we have a video right now on Facebook that has 71 million views in 12 days. 71 (laughs) million views in 12 days. We also have a bunch of videos floating around after we posted that that have four and five and six and 700,000 views. None of this is possible without all of you, but we are absolutely blown away that anybody, that we would get Three-quarters of the population of the United States of America is watching one of our videos. That's a mind-boggling amount of crazy number. Got any more questions? I think we got another question here. We got a question from Tim. Do you guys like fishing the Colorado River for stripers? We've never done it. We've never done it. We probably would really love it because it looks like a lot of fun, Tim, but we haven't done it. Mm -hmm. I know how I would do it, though, if I was there. I would chum the living bejesus out of the water. I would chum like crazy. I would grind up a bunch of sardines and anchovies and mackerel, and I would just have a meat grinder back there, and I would chum, and I would just increase that prey density level in the river, and I would have all those stripers right behind the boat because I watch it on TV all the time, and I think that would work flawless. That's how I would go about it. Maybe that's the worst thing you could possibly do, but I would go. That's how I would approach it. That's how I would do it. That's a, and I would think it would be funny, Marley. You never, Just, he never stands on me, and he is on me like crazy right now. Here's another question from Rob and May gang. You guys can all ask Kelly questions. She's going to be here for a little I'll bit longer. Anything. You can ask her anything you want. Don't be afraid. 949-374-0786. Rob, do you ever smoke any of the fish you catch? If so, what species?
1: Uh. uh. We don't, but we have a very good friend that um,
0: Kevin covey Paul Kevin
1: Cubby Paul who uh, catches Sierra and has smokes them, and they are the, the smoked Sierra is to die for.
0: By I, far by the best far. fish Kelly's ever. So
1: eaten. you can I just pick like eat it all day long. Just take you know tear off a piece and just eat it. It is so good. You can eat it like right out of the refrigerator. You have to you know warm it up or whatever. It's delicious.
0: So she loves that smoked Sierra, and we also love Cubby's smoked marlin. And then we have another good friend of ours, Pat Lyon, who smokes marlin better than I've ever tasted it before. And then Pat and Cubby both make a smoked marlin like a dip that's insane. And when we were in Florida, they have a every every restaurant you go to has a a smoked fish dip. Yes. That was—I don't know what they use, but it is incredible. Yeah, pretty good. But yeah, we love smoked fish; absolutely love it. We're we're going to Hawaii on the seventeenth of April. Kelly girl's never been there, so we're mm-hmm. going to Kauai. We're going to be there for ten days, and I'm telling her all about all the cool fish and the smoked marlin and all the good smoked fish and the spam. Yeah, she's gonna to get to eat spam. She's never had spam before. Wow. Oh, you have? But I she know, not, hasn't saying, had it at 7-Eleven. Yeah, not from 11
1: <laughs> So no.
0: she's super excited about going to Hawaii. and Just so that you all know, when we do go to Hawaii on that vacation, Kelly Girl's requesting oh, that.
1: That's no, I'm just saying.
0: Kelly Girl's requesting that I actually do go on vacation for the first time In a very, very long time. So we're going to bring down the social media platform a little bit. We're not going to do the live show every day. We're only going to do one live show. And that's going to be on the Thursday while we're gone. Because we're going to do that live show on that Thursday. And as we get closer to that time, I'll let you know. But I'm actually going to... I know. It's hard to believe. But I'm actually going to spend time with my beautiful wife when we're in Hawaii. I'm not going to be on the internet all day. I promise. I promise. I promise. Okay, gang, so if you got any more questions, we got Kelly Girl for a few more minutes here. She's got a lot to do. She's got to go clean up after the cats. I made a phenomenal mess this oh. morning that she has to clean up. Gang, throw your questions out there. Let us know real quick. 949-374-0786. A question.
1: I noticed it on the screen that they were asking what's the best boat, half-day boat or half, you know, to go fishing here in Cabo. If you wanted to go, where would you recommend
0: well, if you're going to come down here and go fishing in Cabo, you have to let us know what level, because really, to be honest, Cabo is one of the most expensive places on the planet Earth, but there's different levels. So if you're wanting to just get out on a little ponga and go fishing, we got a couple of buddies that run those. If you want to go on a, a mid-range, nice boat, Casey Carter has super, super comfortable boat. And then if you want to go high end, there's plenty of those six $7,000 a day boats. Yeah. But... If you were to come here in November, you definitely could do a half day, four or five hour trip and catch everything. You can catch Dorado, tuna, Marlin. November is the time here. November is insane. That's when they flip a switch. The humidity goes down. The temperature drops down into the mid to upper 80s. That's Marley, by the way. That's Marley. That's his call. That is that (laughs) blood curdling squeal he does heard. That's Marley. That's our monkey. That little tiny itty bitty monkey makes that gnarly gnarly sound. But if you come to Cabo, November is the best month to come. But uh, everybody has found Cabo. There is no downtime anymore. Winter, spring, summer, fall, people are here all day long. You fly into the airport, You fly out of the airport, it's packed. People have found Cabo. And it is safe, like you can't even comprehend, gang. It is so safe here. You as be long as you're away. not
1: looking for trouble or doing anything you shouldn't be doing, then there's nothing. over I mean, we. I don't ever hear of anything happening. People always call me, my mom, my family. What's going on down there? I heard on the news that you know some girl. You know, da da. That's rare, but we. Just no, nothing happens. Life
0: happens. Yeah. yeah anywhere, you anywhere you go, anywhere, life happen. happens. But there are but
1: no, you know, carjackings here. It's not dangerous you can't here. You can leave your purse in your car. I do all the time. And it, I mean, I guess in the United States, it, you know, you can't do that now. You, you can't leave illegal. your
0: purse in the car.
1: But um, yeah, super safe here. We love it.
0: Dan and Kim want to know, Kelly, when you're in Hawaii, are you going to fish?
1: Um, it is
0: amazing there. So much fish over there? I hope so.
1: At least once.
0: We got a plan to go out with one of my buddies who has a beautiful uh, cruiser over there. I think it's a Cabo 35. We've got yeah. plans to go fishing with them. But we're going to Kauai where the wind blows all day, every day. So it's all going to depend on that weather, Dan and Kim. If it's weather's nice, we're going to go. If it's not, you know, there's so much stuff to see on Kauai.
1: And plus, there's, I can fish... Any day I want when I'm home.
0: (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, hopefully at
1: least once.
0: We're going to try to go catch a big yellowfin tuna while we're over there. But if we can't pull it off, we can't pull it off. But, gang, if you don't have any more questions for the great Kelly girl, we're going to let her go and take care of stuff. I've got a few more things I will talk to you about. But if you don't have anything to ask Kelly girl, gang, we're going to let her go and take care of life. Oh, Sorry. Just got on. Where in Hawaii are you going? Are you going to fish? I lived there for 20 years, Dave, so I might be able to direct you in something that you might want to do. Okay, we're going to Kauai. My good friend Mike Liebertory, he's been over there. He used to be my deckhand on the seahorse back in the 90s. He lives there. He's like the, the tour guide. We're going to kind of hang out with Mike Liebertory and see what he's got on plan. but. If you have some cool stuff for us to do there, absolutely, we'd be more than happy to hear what you got going on. Text us, let us know. We will be more than happy to check out whatever you think we should check out on Kauai because we are going as full tourists. Right. We are going to be the full-on tourist. Full-on tourist. So, gang, if you got anything else, let me know. Real quick, Kelly Girl, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for letting me... Uh Uh-oh. We might have... Oh. <laughs> Do you guys ever tournament fish? No, Kelly we Girl. Have. We
1: have.
0: Kelly Girl, make a wish tournament that they have in San Diego every year. Kelly Girl got to fish in the women's division of that tournament one year and she had it. She had the biggest albacore in the tournament until she didn't.
1: Until I didn't.
0: Yes. But she did have it. That was her big tournament fishing. She got to fish that tournament and I've fished a zillion tournaments as a. Paid captain, and then I fished one tournament down here as a fun tournament as a spectator during Mm -hmm. what was going on in 2020. And there wasn't there wasn't a lot going on down here, but we got to fish the Dorado tournament down here, and we got lucky enough. (laughs) We got lucky enough to win that tournament and win 128 thousand U.S. dollars. There was we got the (laughs) old. How big
1: was your Dorado?
0: It had to be 20 pounds to uh, qualify. Mm -hmm. And the fish weighed 20 pounds, period. It was the only qualifying fish in the whole tournament. Yeah, that was it was pretty,
1: pretty,
0: <laughs> pretty funny. And my kids were here at the time. My son and my daughter-in-law, and they were down here and they got to see me get the yeah. big check. It was pretty fun. And Jeff Hamm and his crew, Yogi and, and uh, Juan, they were part of that whole thing and made it really good. Kelly. Do you get involved in helping Dave put together the weekly game plans? And also, Kelly, do you predict we'll see Albacore in Southern California this year?
1: I do not. Well, here I do help Dave, and that's by staying quiet and out of (laughs) his way and uh, not interrupting, you know, not coming in. Because I talk a lot. I mean, he talks a lot, but, you know, I just talk to him, ask him, you know, want to tell him things. So I try not to do that when he's. Putting together his game plans, but and predicting anything, I cannot do that, Dave. Is
0: but if there's a gonna if there was ever a time where we were going to get Albacore back in Southern California, this would be the <laughs> this year. This would be the year <laughs> because of the fresh water runoff going into the ocean and the phenomenal amount of cold water stretching all the way down to Mag Bay. There's just 57 degree water everywhere. 55 degree water above. Point Conception, 49 degree water. And then as you stretch all the way down to Mag Bay, it's like 57 degrees everywhere. That bodes very well for albacore. They're a cold water tuna. They are. They always have been. They do come in the hot water, though, too. So you can't really tell, but the cold water shows really, really well this year with the big runoff. The really sad thing is, though, and thanks for asking this question, Matt, the really sad thing is, is this could have been probably one of the greatest salmon fishing years in the history of salmon. But the great administration you have up in Sacramento has decided that no one's allowed to catch salmon. The only thing that's allowed to catch salmon is the California sea lion. And they are stoked because we can't catch salmon. The commercial guys can't catch salmon. But the California sea lion, he can have as many as he wants all day, every day. Jeanette, do you re? Jeanette's asking Kelly, "Go, do you recommend light gear like fishing poles, or would you have preferred, or do you have a preferred gear that you like, something that is not heavy?"
1: Anything.
0: Now, but... Kelly loves to use the Akuma uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, all Akuma stuff. The Cortez Five is a reel that fits really well in her hand. It's very lightweight. Mm-hmm. It's made with graphite. The so it's not big, heavy aluminum reel. It's yeah. it's graphite. It's a small reel. She likes to team that up on her uh, PCH rods that Dave Burris re-
1: yeah. wrapped
0: custom for her. They're really good, lightweight rods. They feel good in her hand. There's no reason to have a big, giant, heavy mm. rod. She's not going. Yeah. First of all, she's not going bluefin fishing no. ever. Not even for fun. She doesn't. She not. Involved, doesn't want to go. I don't. count me out. She's going to go bass fishing. She, once in a great while, she might drop a bait down to the bottom and catch a sand bass. If that's the only bass that are biting, she'll catch a sand bass, but she's going to do it on her light rods every time. Cortez 5 is pulled up with 40-pound braid and a uh, medium-heavy PCH rod, 8 foot. She doesn't really like the super long rods like I like mm-hmm. to fish the 9 and 10 foot. She's more of a 7 to 8 foot rod type of girl, maybe even... Six and a half or seven foot, something that's easy to handle, doesn't cause a bunch of damage. It doesn't, and also, she's gonna make sure that that reel is not a big reel that's gonna wind your hair up. In oh. it. because a lot <laughs> of times time, time when she's her. fighting a fish and that hair hangs down, oh. and you have a larger, larger size reel, it's gonna have a tendency to want to wind your hair yes. up in it, and yeah. that would yes. suck. Marley, I know, I know. I <laughs> We gotta wrap it. It up. <laughs> so thank you again. Mom. You're
1: welcome. All
0: right. Okay, gang, real Bye. quick. Bye. We want to touch on Larry over there, Pacific sport fishing Alliance. I'm going to just flash his QR code up there one more time and uh, make sure you scan that QR code and go check out his website and give him a call and find out all the cool things that he's got going on for fishing destinations, being a member Being a member has a ton of advantages, a ton of discounts. There's so much you can do. So go check out the website. Scan that QR code. Make sure you get that before I click it off of here. And uh, also, gang, I want to thank everybody for all the support. The support that we're getting is absolutely incredible across all social media, across Spotify and Apple and Megaphone. We cannot believe our numbers, how fast they're growing and how much you all enjoy watching us. And none of this is possible without you. It just isn't. That's why we give away so much stuff all the time. And I'm telling you, we're having a contest right now. Those of you that are members of our website, Your Saltwater Guide, you guys already know I give away a ton of stuff. If you download our app and you watch what's going on on the community Starting today, when you see the game plans, you're going to know. It's not a good weekend to go fishing. So what I'm, off, what I'm trying to offer everybody is grab your best lobster picks. Post them on the community. My community is the best community ever built for fishermen because of the fact that I allow zero, zero, zero negativity. And, and you can't find that on any other social media platform. When you go on, and if you wanted to have fun, just go read some of the comments on some of my posts. Of all the haters and all the people that are sitting in their mom's closet. Leave a post. You don't get any of that on our community. Our community is run by me for you. So I don't allow any negative. You can post pictures of you or your children and catching fish. Doing all that. Posting really cool stuff on our website. On our app. I made a huge commitment to everybody for supporting Kelly and I for so long. I built you guys an app. I could have just sat back and just enjoyed you guys enjoying my website. An, an app that carries over 400 videos and that carries a live feed every single day. Go out and research and see how that cost, gang. It's not free to build an app. An app's not free. And my app is spectacular and it's super user friendly and you won't be disappointed and I'll never let you down. So make sure you hit that QR code and get the app on your phone and then... What we're going to do is we're going to give away 100 U.S. dollars to the very best picture and explanation of your lobster season this year. Lobster fishing ended last night. I know it's sad. It's only a six-month season. A lot of our clients had the bet, or a lot of our members, I hate to call you clients, had the best lobster season they've ever had following our simple game plans, fishing the way I talk about, with the type of bait I talk about, with the type of bait cages, that I talk about, the tubes. All that stuff matters. We had a phenomenal season. I want to see your pictures. And then Kelly Girl's going to read them all. Sunday night, we're going to pick one lucky person to win that $100. And then on Monday, we'll either Venmo, me, Venmo you or Zell you. And if you have ever listened to any of our people, we give away a ton of stuff. We gave away, I don't know, probably $10,000 worth of stuff at the Pacifico Sport Fishing Show just for downloading the app. We have some of the best sponsors in the business that allow us to give away some of the coolest stuff, but this time we're going to pull 100 bucks out of our pocket. During the season last year, we gave Sean Doyle 1,000 US dollars for his phenomenal fish report, catch a dorado. I will always be given, Kelly will always be given, will constantly be given, and tomorrow we're going to give away one lucky person that's downloaded our app this week is going to win that sweatshirt. She's going to give it away on the Phil Friedman show tomorrow. Don't forget, Phil Friedman, if you don't know who Phil Friedman is, Phil Friedman is going to join us tomorrow for our live podcast. Phil is a plethora of knowledge. Phil's been in the industry for a very, very long time. He helped make sport fishing relevant in California. The sport fishing fleet owes Phil a giant thank you. His 976 tuna, back in the day when we used telephones down hit Phil's QR code. If you don't know who he is, just hit his code. It's free. Go check him out. He has a podcast. He does tries to do every day and he does morning briefing live on Facebook and YouTube every morning. He talks about what's going on fishing in Southern California. Phil's a plethora of knowledge. We have him with us tomorrow. It's going to be a great show. Don't forget to tune in 12 o'clock Pacific standard time live. And, uh, We'll keep doing all the stuff that we're doing as long as you all keep watching. And I cannot thank you all enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please make sure to check out Larry. I told him that I would do my best to send some people his way to check it out. All you got to do is go look. That's all we're asking is to go look at Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance and go see if there's something there for you. Check it all out. I will be here for you tomorrow. 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time with our good friend Phil Freeman. If you haven't ever heard Phil talk, he does a ton of voiceovers. You're going to recognize his voice the minute you hear it. You're going to recognize it, especially if you've ever been in the fishing industry. And then Manzanar up there in, uh, up by, on 395 on the way to the Sierras, he did the Manzanar Fish, fish um, documentary. It's absolutely incredible. That was the, concept, the uh, camp that they built for the Japanese back during World War II. His his uh, narration of that movie is absolutely incredible. You want to check out Phil Freeman, check us out. Thank you all very, very much for another phenomenal show. I appreciate everybody. And... Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to read that. I thought it might have been another question for my beautiful wife. Thank you all very, very much. Have a great day. Turn off the news. They're all lying. It's super safe down here. There's absolutely nothing to be afraid of in Mexico. Nothing. Just don't come down here trying to sling your dope down here because they already got that covered. They don't need your dope down here. All right. Thanks. Bye.